Hey everybody, it's Mackenzie. And this is Shaylin. And this is the Mill Spouse Brief. We are excited to start our first episode with you guys. I know, and we figured we'll start with talking about our weeks and then we'll get into our topic, which today is going to be about successful relationships. What did you have going on today, Shay? Um, well, right now I'm a stay-at-home mommy looking for a full-time job, so just watching my little boy, Parker. How's Parker doing? He is going through Leap 4, which any of you new moms, if you don't know about Leaps, look them up. They really help us. Um, basically, they're just cognitive, cognitive um, leaps and bounds in their first year growing up. Okay. And um, he's going through one right now, so he's a lot fussier than usual. So what does like leap four entail? Um, leap four is called events. So he starts to connect events. Oh. Um, I haven't really read too in depth in this one, but um, I just know that he's crankier and makes life a little bit harder. But we still love him. No, for <laughs> sure. Well, hopefully leap four will be done soon, and we'll get on to leap five. Yes, I agree. How's your week been? Um, I had to get an oil change today, and I went to this new guy. So anybody that is local to Camp Pendleton. I went and saw this guy, and his auto shop is called JoJo's Auto Tune and Brakes, and he's a super nice guy. It's right outside of base, and um, I'll drop his phone number and address in our post on our Instagram, which is the Mill Spouse Brief, and I definitely recommend going and seeing him. He's super nice, and if you are military, he doesn't tax you, and he rotated my tires for free, which I thought was so sweet, and I am, like, all about supporting... uh, small businesses Kate and I had our bridles done on Sunday which was so fun we went and did them in San Juan Capistrano Capistrano Capistrano. yeah yeah (laughs) I'm new to here Uh, and they turned out really good so we haven't seen them yet but like I saw like pictures on her camera so I'm just waiting for her to send those and I'll tag all the vendors that did my makeup and hair and photographer and things like that Um, but I'm so excited to see them but I just realized that our like my dress got like kind of not wrecked but like dirty yeah and I called a dry cleaner today and he was like it's probably gonna be like 250 to dry clean your dress and I was like I'm like, excuse me, like a barf. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mine, I got married three years ago. Yeah. And mine is still has, is still dirty. It has soda all along the bottom from the dance floor. Yeah. And every time, <clears throat> excuse me, every time I go to get it fixed or boxed, they, they like box dresses. Yeah. Um, they tell me it's going to be like $300. So I'm like, no, thanks. So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, I have to get mine clean because we're doing our reception in July. And so I'm like, well, it has to be done by July. So I called my mom and I was like, can you look at places in Columbus? Because obviously Ohio is cheaper than California. And I was like, can you look and just see, like, what the cause of difference is? Because I'm going home in March for Kate and sister's wedding. So if anything, I can take it home with me there and then get That's it smart. dry cleaned and it can just stay till July. Or if it's not going to be that big of a difference, I'll still figure out like what I want to do. But I yeah. was like, I did not realize it was that much to like dry clean a wedding dress. It's a lot. For then, our listeners, if you guys have any great advice for how we can both preserve and clean our wedding dresses, let us know. You yes, can, please. You can follow us on Instagram. It's just the male spouse brief. And uh, comment on our post for this episode. And yes. We would love to know. <laughs> Please. Because if there's any secrets, I need to know it right now. Um, and I'm trying to think if anything else happened. Kate has a really crazy week, which I bet you any military spouse can relate. He has to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go open the armory every day. Yeah. Which is, like, annoying, but it's one of those things where it, like, comes with the job. And I think something that, like, I feel like this podcast will be really good about is helping like non-military people understand that like their job is like not nine to five which I feel like is one of the biggest misconceptions with the military is something I get asked all the time and I even have like a problem asking Kate I'm like so when are you gonna be home and he's like I don't know (laughs) and it changes like every day and that's something I have not ever been used to is like he'll come home at one one day seven the next day he wakes up at 2.30 one day he wakes up at 7.30 the next day so I think that's the hardest thing is like they tell you, like, oh, planning in the military is, like, really hard to do. But they mean it because you literally do not know. And every week's different. This week's exactly. range week. So that's why he is in there. Other weeks, it's super low. Like, during holidays, 
specifically, people, like, are gone already or they don't have much going on, so they work, like, five hours. So Mm -hmm. it just changes so much. And so, like, being fresh here and, like, fresh to, like, seeing Kate every day and, like, living together, I'm like, this is an interesting dynamic. Strange and different dynamic for sure. So. And I think that's a great segue into us introducing ourselves and our backgrounds. Yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah. So, um... This is Shaylin. <laughs> Again, uh, you guys will get to know our voices soon enough. But um, I have been married for just a little over three years to a Marine here in California. We have a, how old is he now? Three-month-old baby boy. Um, his name is Parker, and I've been enjoying every moment being a stay-at-home mom for the last three months. And But, but I'm looking forward to going back to work soon. Austin has been in the Marine Corps for almost four years, so we are just about to enter our second enlistment. Which is so exciting. I know. Exciting and nerve-wracking. But um, we're definitely loving everything the military has provided us, and the lifestyle isn't easy, but it's worth it if you're willing to put in the hard work and, you know, make things work for you. No, for sure. Um, So this is Mackenzie, and I just got recently married in May, which was really exciting. Um, We were actually supposed to get married in March, but the pandemic shut our wedding down and did not allow military to leave. So we postponed it, and my family flew out, and we ended up getting um, eloping, basically, at the Ritz-Carlton in Dana Point, which was really fun, and Shay got to be there, and then uh, they deployed to Japan five, seven days later, which was kind of insane, Yeah. Um, and then uh, he just came home along with Shay's husband, Austin, in November, so I'm finally experiencing married life together. (laughs) Kate and I have been long distance for the last two and a half years. We met um, freshman year in high school and dated on and off throughout high school and then um, have been long distance since he started the military. He is almost in his third year and he's kind of deciding what he wants to do if he wants to re-enlist or not. So we'll have to make a decision sooner rather than later just because everything takes a long time to process, which Mm -hmm. I think is another thing in the military that's hard to grasp if you haven't been raised in the military, if you're, like, not familiar with it, that, like, even though his end date of his first enlistment is not till 2022 if you want to re-enlist like that ball has to get rolling so much sooner than you expect yeah and that's like something I'm like oh wow like it really does just because of how long it takes and how many people has to like go through and just all your options and things like that and I think it's so important to like be prepared for it to come back and be like no or we're gonna do something different and like all the changes so I think the sooner the better in the military definitely oh yeah so the third third year is crucial for that decision yeah listening or not so it's (laughs) definitely a topic in our house that we discuss (laughs) if not every day every week which is definitely kind of a good segue into our topic so today we're going to talk about successful relationships and while Shay and I are no pros not at all (laughs) this is something I felt like would be a good um first podcast just because I feel like we both had to go through so much in our first years of dating and being married to these boys yes and it's definitely they hear that yeah (laughs) um (laughs) So we just kind of want to talk about things that we've learned and things that we're working on. And we both kind of have different experiences. So kind of feeding off one another. Mm-hmm. Shay, do you want to start with your first point? Yeah, yeah. So I think something that is really, really important for any military spouse um, of any age, no matter where you're at in your relationship, is independence. It's, it's common that you're going to spend a lot of time alone. Most military wives can attest to that, where they're gone for maybe a day or two, but also months at a time. So having the ability to be independent is extremely important, and I stress that with everyone that I know. Um, You can't really be dependent on your spouse when they're not going to be around every single day like a normal 
I say normal couple, a civilian couple um, would be. Yeah. And I think it's hard because if you're like listening to this and you're dating someone in the military, you might be like, well, I don't like see myself as independent or like, what if that's like not a quality I like want to possess? For an example, I'll use my sister-in-law. Like that's something she's really big about. Like um, her name's Ren. She just married my brother in October and they're kind of figuring out like a military um, medical route. And her big thing is like, she doesn't want deployments. And I think it's super good that she's identified what she doesn't want and like knows her limits. And so that's my only thing like for advice for military couples or people possibly getting into military couples is know your limits and know your bounds. You can get in a military relationship and not be independent, but me and you both being independent, we've seen how much it's helped us compared to people we know that struggle a little bit more because they are more dependent on their spouse. And I think then it leads to like, other issues like fights or disappointments and things like that which I think can be tough because you're kind of expecting them to either like pick up the slack or things Mm -hmm. like that and I don't know you can talk about it more because you had to like go through that with your birth and everything like that which is insane so maybe tell them all about that yeah so like Kenzie said I mean not everyone is going to be independent who's in the military this is just what we have seen that works best you know, for qualities and traits, um, being a military spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend, if you're, um, marrying someone who's female in the military. But, um, I actually recently had to give birth without my husband. He was deployed during our first child's birth. And that Which was is still just crazy to like even think I that know, that happened. It a dream. It's like a dream looking back on it. Um, we didn't expect for him not to be home. Or I said, yeah, we did not expect him to not be home. We expected him to be here. We were promised that he would be here, but um, that's another thing, real quick. It's (laughs) nothing is ever concrete. Um, They were told by multiple people and like multiple people high up in the military, like their commanding officers, that Austin would be home, and like till the last last minute. He did not show up for the birth, obviously, because he was still in Japan. <laughs> and then they were like, you'll come home with the first group coming home. And then he didn't. And he didn't. And then it was like, actually, you're just going to come home when everybody else comes home, and you'll see your son in six weeks. And, like, it's one of those things where yeah, Shay had to either, like, sit in sorrow or, like, buck up and had to be independent and do it. And, like, she was freaking a boss while doing it. And it is the biggest example to anybody because that's, like, so hard to give birth by yourself for the first time ever. Mm -hmm. Wanting to, like, rely on your husband. I think that's why independence is so important because you're going to have to buck up in certain situations and you don't have a choice because... There's no way you could have gotten Austin to come all the way from Japan. Like, there, no. you have no power there was at that no, point. There, yeah, you have no power. And that's planning is just out the window at that point. But um, it's definitely made me stronger in the end. And I, I wasn't alone alone. I had my mom there. Shout out to my mom <laughs> for um, being my rock during all of that. She helped out so much. But it wasn't ideal, obviously. We wanted him to be there. But I think my ability to be alone and be independent definitely helped otherwise I don't I would have been a wreck yeah but um it all ended up okay in the end (laughs) and we'll post the picture um on our Instagram but the first time Austin getting to meet Parker was the sweetest experience and the photos are like to die for so we'll definitely (laughs) post those so everyone can see them because they are so sweet so the next thing I want to talk about that like one of the things that's really important to me was um, my biggest fear when Cade came home and we were living together, because this is the first time we've ever lived together, let alone seen each other in two and a half um, years, like more than seven days. So like That's since crazy. he went into the military, I would see him for no more than seven consecutive days. And so I remember one day in therapy and talking to just all these kinds of people about, they're like, oh, are you excited? And I was like, actually, I'm really nervous. Was like, how do I go from living on my own and traveling all the time and doing all these things by myself to living with another person that I love, but that like 
I can't spend all this time with, you know? <laughs> and so that was one of the things that we worked on because sometimes when you first get married, you're still in that like honeymoon phase and you're like, I want to spend all this time together and it's great. Yeah. But if you don't create those habits to like be able to do things alone, I think it can cause more problems down the road. So some of the things that we do that allow us to like have that alone time, my husband is your typical, um, teenage boy he's not 21 yet so I can still say that um but he loves playing xbox and doing that with his friends which is you'll come to learn not my favorite thing in the entire world but it makes him happy so I let him do it um and it allows me to have that time so like I'm a big Netflix watcher so that gives me time to watch Netflix or do a workout or do my podcast with Shay so yeah. it all works out but I think that having that strict alone time and it's not like hey I don't want to be with you but that like alone time and like doing our own hobbies and our own activities that make us happy are important you know definitely and so like that's when something that Kate and I have worked on since he came home to be like okay we'll have dinner together and then we're gonna go do our separate things until we go to bed or even like the days where we spend all day because he doesn't have work like Saturdays and Sundays it's like all right I'm gonna go do this and you go do that and we end up spending more time on those days that he doesn't work but it's still like all right, mm -hmm. I'm going to go scroll my phone for an hour and do those yeah. things. And he'll be like, okay, I'm going to go run because I have a PFT coming up soon, you know? And growing up, I hated when people use acronyms because I never knew what they were. So PFT is personal fitness test. <laughs> they have to do one once a year. I'm really bad now with being a military spouse, saying acronyms and not like explaining them. And so my family always makes fun of me for that because they're like, what does that even mean? So Oh, yeah. So I know if you are new to the military world, you will learn very quickly what all of these letters mean. Because <laughs> yes. if you don't, you're going to be lost. Yeah. So look up like a, a chart of like, well-known acronyms and it will help you so much because your spouse or your significant other or your boyfriend or your girlfriend they will talk in them and yeah, they'll just spout them out yeah and I think if you're able to like put that effort in I did a ton of ton of research when Kate was in boot camp and while we were dating just to like know about his MOS so that when he came home he could tell me about his day without being like well I have to explain to you my entire yeah. job and things like that and I think it also just helps you not see the military world as like as intimidating Totally. I agree with that. 100%. So. That's something that we struggle with a little bit, having like our own things to do, especially now with the baby because oh, yeah. there's just not enough hours in the day to get everything done. And then also for us to have our own time, yeah. we're, we're still figuring that out. I mean, you know, we're new parents. We've only been parents for three months. So oh, for sure. We're still figuring that out, but Austin is also a gamer. Um, we love the Xbox. <laughs> um, he doesn't play as much as he used to, for sure. I think ever since we started dating, his playtime went down a lot because I hate gaming. <laughs> I hate it so much. I think it's a big waste of time. But it just like Kenzie said, with her husband, it makes him happy. Um, so for Christmas, he did get the new Xbox. Okay, because we were talking about that because Kate, I'll be like, so what do you want to do? And he's like, well, let me see who's on. So he has like the app on his phone where he can see like who's playing. And he talked about how he was like, Austin's on the new Xbox. Did he get the new Xbox? And I was like, I don't know. Shay didn't mention it. Yeah. And he was like, well, he's playing on a new Xbox and it says it. <laughs> Does it really say? Yeah. Like, and so like, crazy. I guess it shows like. I don't know if it shows what game they're on, but it shows, like, what system they're on, like, underneath their name. Oh. And so, Kate literally came to me one day, and he was like, Austin has it. Why don't I have it? And I was like, where in stores can you they're find it right now? Yeah, we, um, my dad is an angel. He got him and all of his friends and myself on a conference call the night it came out. And we all went to try and buy it at the same time to make sure that one of us got it. And I ended up being the person who got one, which really? was funny. Really? But um, it was awesome. It was a team effort. We got it for him. That was, like, the only thing he wanted. Oh, yeah. No, that was something Cade wanted. But Cade was really realistic and was like, I probably won't get it for a couple months just because it was so hard to, like, find. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, we'll get it when not everybody that's wants it anymore. <laughs> exactly. No, that's smart. But, no, Cade <laughs> saw that the other day and he was like, Austin has it. And I was like, I don't know. I got lucky. I was definitely lucky. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right, what's your next point, Shay? Um, okay, so the next one is patience. Um, Something that I will admit that I <laughs> lack so hard. Me freaking too. Um, and this goes for, I feel like, any relationship. A lot of these are really any relationship, not just specific to military. But, oh, for sure. Um, I have zero patience. And that's why I wrote this down, because I 
work on it or uh, quote unquote work on it. Work on I, try it. I try to, to work, work on, on it every day. Um, and little side note, I think we are both proponents of therapy and counseling. Um, oh, for so sure, 100%. Even if you think there's no problems, I literally going and seeing a counselor, like, it's amazing. It'll help yeah. tenfold in any issues or any future issues or communication issues. Just talking like, to someone <laughs> that's doesn't know your life and exactly. doesn't judge and just to be able to be like hey is this normal or like hey like what do you feel about this exactly. we'll do another episode about it i go to therapy um because i had an eating disorder and while i feel like i don't struggle with it as much now still going to that girl who's known me for so long yeah. has helped so much because she'll be able to like check up on me and be like mm-hmm. so how are things going like obviously you're not seeing me every week with it anymore but like how are things you know yeah and i think even even though um, COVID has sucked and like I'm a big proponent of like saying like hey this is the f- the reality and this is like what we're going through I also think it's important to see how COVID has helped or like the good things that have Definitely. come out of this horrid storm and one thing was I thought that I was gonna have to get a new person coming to California because I'd see her in person oh yeah but with COVID I'm able to do everything like telehealth like virtually and so we talked about it when I had therapy on Monday I was like can I still see you like how does this work and she's like yeah right now like everything's still insurance is still going through now granted she doesn't take TRICARE so I pay out of pocket um but it's still so worth it just because someone that knows me and knows exactly what I need and someone I can talk to and having that history is just beneficial and like even things like um growing up in high school like me and my mom didn't get along that really well now we're like best friends but she able I think the biggest thing about therapy that's awesome is they're able to see a different like view so they'll my my therapist excuse me would be like well do you think tracy which is my mom meant to come across that way or do you think tracy meant to say that and i'd be like you know probably not and then she'd be like so maybe this is how you viewed it but like from another person coming in this is how the situation looks and that i think it just helps so much 100 percent. oh yeah um that's kind of where i learned that i have a patience issue was when austin and i started going to counseling um and yeah, they kind of told me that, hey, you, 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 <laughs> you're like, wow, thanks. My, my, my string is really thin. I do not <laughs> do well under any kind of, yeah, stressful, impatient situation. Um, but I'm working on it. What are ways that trying. they, like, how had you try and work on it or, like, ways? The typical, the breathing, you know, oh. you have to stop and count to ten. Yeah. It's, like, a huge one. And it's just a matter of not losing your shit. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Which, in the military life, I'm a huge planner. Like, I... Me and Shay both are huge planners. We literally have our planners laying out right Right now. now. We go to each other's houses to plan our, like, sessions and everything. Like, we're huge planners. Like, lists, everything. And in the military, that's something that you cannot do. You cannot plan a weekend. Because even on the last five weekends, he's been home. This weekend, he might not be. And you won't find that out until 5 p.m. on Friday night. Yeah. And then if you've made all these big plans for the weekend and they get ruined, sometimes that can cause issues. So um, that's kind of where I have the issues with patience is I just love to plan our, our life out, <laughs> even like three to four years ahead of time. And we just can't do that. And so I get really impatient with Austin and with our life in general. Um, but learning how to take a step back and not freak out over those little things is really important because it will stop future fights like it will stop you from having those issues in the future with anything really that you would lose your patience over no that's so true that kind of ties into like my two things that I've learned um so one of them is like to be honest because I feel like sometimes Mm. it's really hard to be like hey I'm struggling with this or like hey you won't close the dang shower curtain and I'm gonna freak out on you if you won't (laughs) keep closing the shower curtain or my big thing that I'm really bad at is leaving clothes on the floor. And Cade is very big about being able to see the carpet. And I'm always like, just step over it. And he's like, no, pick it up, you know? <laughs> and so just being honest with like, hey, this bugs me. Because I think sometimes we want to not have any issues or not have anything that bugs us yeah. or not have anything. And like, kind of like you, I get really impatient. And I'm like, why can you not remember to do these things? Or why can you not unload your exactly. lunchbox? And now at 5.30 in the morning when I'm making your lunch, you no longer have an ice bag frozen. <laughs> it's funny you say that because 
I was doing dishes tonight and I look over in his lunchbox, I open it up and it's got some sort of juice at the bottom of it. Oh my and I'm like, this has been here since yesterday. And then I asked him, where did you, what did you take your lunch in today? Oh, a plastic bag. Like, <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. No, the lunches, I like, right now, I'm quote unquote a really good wife, and I wake up every morning and make the lunch, which, call me crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> makes me look bad. Not at all. I'll literally state it, and I tell everybody, Kate and I have been apart for so long that I am still in that honeymoon phase yeah. of like, well, I get 30 minutes in the morning to like see him, and he's like, I'm not talking to you, I'm just getting ready. Like, we don't really talk in the morning. Like, I make the lunch, and then I'm like, here you go, I love you, bye, and I crawl back in bed. But for some We're reason... So awake time together. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, my brain is still like, well, you have nothing going on. You can do it. Yeah. And it's really funny because I'm like, why? Like, you said you unloaded it and you didn't. Like, what What? Like, what? What do you mean? Like, it's just funny how their brains just... Yeah, it makes us crazy. Yeah, and then you, like, lose your patience and you're like, why can you not unload your lunchbox? And it's like, I shouldn't be yelling at you for this. Exactly. And that's the thing I have to work on with my patience is when I'm frustrated, I raise my voice. And oh, Gabe yeah, does too. not like yelling. Mm-hmm. And he'll, like, walk away from me. And I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> And so I something I'm like, my parents and my grandparents are really big are like, if you're upset with Kate, you cannot yell. Like, yeah. You have to have a conversation. So that's something I've been working really, really hard on because I get frustrated. So I get louder. Like my volume just goes up. Even when I'm excited, like I'm yeah. very loud and Kate just not somebody that responds well to it, which is totally fine. It's probably obviously healthier that we don't yell, but I'm just used to yelling yeah. and I'm kind of like, why won't you yell back? And he's like, stop yelling at me. And I'm like, okay, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) But I think it's hard. And then that kind of ties into one of my big things. And Shay totally agreed to not go to bed angry. Because I think with boys, it's so easy to. They roll over and they're like, well, I'm tired. And we'll figure out this in the morning. Peace out, Girl Scout. I Yeah. The amount of times I've done the whole loud side. (laughs) Turn over and flop my body to try and get his attention because I'm upset. And he's asleep. Oh my god. And then I lose yes. my mind even more because I'm like, how could he go to sleep when I'm upset? Yeah. I don't understand that. I want to go to sleep like happy and saying I love you. And that's just not the reality sometimes, but it's definitely really, really important. Yeah. And I don't know if you feel this, but like even after a fight, I need to like debrief. One exactly. <laughs> we just had this conversation, and like I, I can't sit there. Like even if the fight is done and we like said I love yous, my mind is still processing yes. everything. And I'm one of those people that like the next day I'll be in the shower and I'm like, he said that. And I exactly. could have said a better like, overthinking it. <laughs> um, and so that's my other thing is like. Um, Kate and I had a fight about a week and a half ago, and I remember like laying there, and he's like, "What are you thinking?" That's Kate's like line. What What are you thinking? <laughs> and I was like, "I'm just like trying to process this like argument that we just had. Like, it was like basically our first ever in person like oh, man, yeah. being together like argument." And I was like, "Well, that was just like a lot." And he was like, "I'm ready to go to bed." And I was like, "I'm really not." not. Like I did the whole sigh thing, and he was like, "What's the matter?" And I was like. Are, like, we good? And he was like, yeah, I thought we said that, like, 15 minutes ago. And I was like, well, I'm still debriefing over here, and I need some reassurance that we're okay, you know? And so I think I sleep so much better because I can't sleep when I'm angry or I'm upset. And I just think – and I think sometimes it's hard because you're, like – especially, like, on the weekdays where you're, like – okay, it's getting later and this is taking longer. Yes. And like, you think about, well, tomorrow and like probably your case, like, well, the baby's going to be up in a couple hours. And like, but I think it's worth the like extra Red Bull the next day. Mm-hmm. If you talk about it and work through it. And I think it helps show that like, you want to have more good times than bad times. Exactly. You want the bad times to be done and over with and in the back of your brain and not thought about then like prolonging it more to then wake up and still have to like discuss it even more oh yeah that's my my least favorite thing is waking up still upset about the argument we had the night before yeah and I think it's just hard because I don't think boys view it that way and that's totally fine but it's like learning that they're totally fine and they are able to like forget about it like, even if, like, I yell at Cater, yeah. we're talking about something, and he's like, whatever, screw this, I'm, like, gonna go play Xbox, he'll, like, come in 45 minutes later, and he'll be like, what's up, what's up, when's dinner? And I'm like, I'm sorry, we just left, like, mad at each other. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we're not over that? Like, I, I got over that. Like, it's whatever. Like, it was something stupid. And I'm yeah. like, oh. Like, and so I think it's just that difference that boys can, like, totally go 
and be fine and like forget about it. Mm-hmm. Where we're over here like, is is he still love me? Yeah. <laughs> and Kate's like, I cannot believe you still ask me that. Like I'm married to you. Uh, right. And I'm like, but like. We just fought, like, we just had an argument about, like, launch, like, something so small, and he's like, and it, it's over, and I'm like, I mean, I know it's over, but, like, are we good? Are we he's good? Like, yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, at least we're good. We're good, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Something that I feel like has been sh- a struggle, and maybe you can give me some advice about this, is breaking up the chores and, like, the household responsibilities, Ooh, yeah. because... Kate and I were raised really differently, which is totally fine, but we view chores differently. We view, like, household things differently. And so my thing is kind of, like, I just do things. I don't, like, feel like I'm, like, well, this is my house now. I grew up with chores. Like, things just need to get done. And Kate is very, like, well, let me know what you need done or, like, tell me what needs to be done. And so then I'm, like, well, I don't want to nag you. Yeah. And then it's also hard because I'm like, well, you go to work every day. And granted, my work situation is, like, really different right now because I work for an elections company and it's really dead right now. So, like, obviously, 2020 was hectic and I traveled more than I could even possibly imagine that I was able to travel and help all those customers. But now it's pretty slow. So, I do a couple things here and there each week and... I send some emails and I update some laptops and things are really little, but like my week to week schedule where I travel every week is, is non-existent at the moment. It will pick back up right now. It's really low. Yeah. And so I have this like internal debate of like, well, I should just do everything in the house because he goes to work every day. But then I'm like, well, what happens when I start to work again? Or when we have kids down the road, like what if we don't instill like whose is whose and we're going to do these things together and stuff like that. So that's something we're like navigating that I feel like, is important to navigate, but I don't know exactly how to navigate it. Yeah, I think that's something that Austin and I do really well. I'm blessed with an extremely helpful husband. He loves to do things for me around the house. Go Austin! I know. <laughs> but um, I do struggle. Like, I hate when someone asks me, just tell me what to do. Because I'm not going to tell you what to do. I just, I'm I like, feel that. I grew up with an ex- expectation like I expect you to just do these things and if you don't yes. there will be consequences yes like, like every like, Saturday I had a list of chores and it was yeah. like you're not seeing your friends you're not playing on your games exactly. you're not doing whatever until your chores are done exactly that's pretty much how I grew up too so I am yeah I don't do well having to delegate at all with chores around the house because then don't you end up just doing them and then oh, you're yeah, frustrated they the, yeah they don't get done right or they don't get done on time so I just do it so, um, we're definitely lucky though, or I'm lucky because Austin kind of does a lot of the kitchen cleanup. So because I cook dinner mm-hmm. when I cook dinner and we don't go out, um, <laughs> I cook it and then he cleans it up, which is a huge help because I hate cleaning the kitchen. And then he does the dog poop in the back and the garbage. Oh, that's so smart. Kate, we have delegated garbage because I yes. hate garbage. Yeah, the garbage is definitely, I, I hate to like gender, you know, put yeah. this gender out there, but I feel like it's just more of a man's. No, I literally, I mean, even like when I had a roommate in Ohio, like yeah. we would delegate, I'd be like, Reese, I'll clean the whole house. Like, can you just take the trash take out? The trash and she'd be like, yeah, totally fine. And so I would just leave it by the door and she'd be like, all right, I'm off to work. I'm taking the trash. And I'm like, bless your soul. Right. But like, that's I hate fun. dealing with anything trash. I don't know. I think it's just the smell, which is so ridiculous <laughs> because that's like such a girl thing. But I, I genuinely hate the trash. Yeah, Even like trash taking trash. the barrels out to the freaking street on Wednesday night. I can't deal with it. Like, oh my gosh, we're lucky where we live. It's just like a mass big dumpster and so although we do have to walk it down the street a little bit we don't have to worry about putting trash cans out or the trash cans getting too full yeah but um he does dishes and that's how i feel about dishes i cannot i will let dishes i love dishes i can't have a dirty sink i can't have like a sink be like i can't go to bed if my kitchen's not clean i have recently the past like not recently i would say like i would say during, like, winter break yeah. when we got really lazy and then we'd stay up too late and I'd, like, walk in the kitchen and I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to pretend I did not see that and I'll right. do it in the morning. But I, I don't sleep well if I have to wake up in the morning and see that my kitchen is still dirty. Oh, my gosh. I hate dishes. I will literally let them sit for weeks until I start to smell. That's so But um, Austin is the opposite. So it works out well because he hates dish, dirty dishes. So he does them, if not in the morning or at night, he'll do them in the morning before he goes to work. Oh, that's so but, nice. But, um, yeah, we divide it up really well. I love to clean, so I do most of the, like, floor cleaning yeah. and all the house cleaning, but he does the trash and those other things. Now that we have a baby, it's a little bit different, just because 
um, there's a lot more to do. Like oh, feeding sure. the baby. Not that that's a chore, but feeding the baby. There's just things to do that yeah. you have to get done. Just like cleaning yeah. a house, you technically don't have to, but we, most, both of us are very clean. Yeah. So like, that's something we have to do. That's like in our mind of like, that's just an expectation as an adult having a house yeah. that you have to do. And I feel like, um, this helps our relationship a lot is when the guys come home to a clean house, I feel like it's just a much happier environment. Oh, for sure. Because then they don't feel like, oh, okay, I came home. I cleaned all day at work. I did stupid shit at work. Cause that's yeah. every day they come home and say, oh, I Kate did cleaned guns shit. from 3 a.m. Yeah. Or he like had to deal them out, but he cleaned guns from like Basically 3 a.m. to 5 p.m. today. Yeah. So I I think that them coming home to a clean house, not that that's an expectation, but it definitely helps ease any type of Well, like, nobody likes coming home to like a dirty house. Exactly. So that is kind of why right off the bat we kind of nipped all of the division of chores in the bud. That's a good idea. <laughs> right now our laundry situation is that like I wash – and dry it and fold it and then I put all of his in his little Xbox room and then he has to put it away because I don't know exactly go. where it all goes yeah. and things oh, like that yeah, and, like specific and so it. that's like ours right now I don't mind doing laundry I'm like weird like that I kind of like I have all the cute little stuff in the jars yeah. and I'm one of those girls um and so like I don't mind doing it I just hate putting laundry away so that's my mm-hmm. thing is I'm like I can't put your laundry away because my thing is when I fold laundry I used to hate it but then I'm like oh another excuse to watch Netflix I'll put my phone right here and fold some laundry and but like putting away is my thing so like I, we don't do that we haven't figured out the whole like cooking kitchen thing I think because I love doing it, but then sometimes I'm like, man, I literally... It's a lot. Yeah, so I think that's something that we need to, like, not work on, but figure out, like, we figured out recently that he can, like, wash the dishes and then put them in the other side of the sink and I'll load it, because mm-hmm. if you want to know anything about the Jeffries, which is my maiden name, family, and specifically my mom's side of the family, which their last name is Zayko, that they are, like, dishwasher snobs. Like, there is a right way to load a yeah, dishwasher. And there is a wrong way. And, like, my dad learned very early on and Kate has learned very early on that there is a right way and there is a wrong way. And if you do the wrong way, we will come behind you and, and fix it, it for it's the right way, you know? Uh, my grandpa, like, instilled that in my mom and she instilled it in me. And so Kay's really thing is, like, I'm not going to try. He's like, I'll, I'll wash them. They'll be, they'll be rinsed yeah. off. You load it. So that's, like, worked out. But then sometimes it's, like... Oh, because I moved in when he was still deployed. He doesn't know where anything goes. So then I'm like, well, I don't know where any of these things go. Yeah. And I love cooking. So I think that's the other thing. It's like, I don't mind cooking. I'm like, I love it. So I know where everything is. I know what to do. And so that's, I think, my other thing is like, I like want him to be able to do it. But then I'm like, but I don't mind doing it. I love doing it. So I think that's something that we have to figure out oh, fully, yeah. like, how to do. And but, you guys will. Yeah. So. Definitely. You, you definitely will. Um, so <laughs> going into, I think, I only have a couple more points. Yeah, go ahead. But, um, oh, back to the chores thing really quick before I forget. Um, if you're in the military, you know about wives pages or spouses oh, on Facebook. <laughs> and I think that's something I see a lot. I mean, people post their stories on Oh, my gosh. Like if we can give you any advice... Follow them. They are helpful in certain situations. They are the most entertaining thing in the world. Yes. Drink but your morning coffee and please read the most don't posts. get involved. Don't get wrapped up. Yeah. Don't start drama. Don't feed into the drama. I mean, you're probably not going to take our advice because people still do it. People, but like girls like drama. <laughs> if like anything, and I think the biggest thing, and this is a big thing for me, even if I do want to post or comment on certain things. Your last name is there, and your page is exactly. wide open, and you don't know whose wife or whose yeah whose wife's knows that last name, and that's your husband's certain somebody, you know. Exactly. And so that's my big thing is I would never ever want anyone to be like, bro, did you hear about Culver's wife? Culver's wife did this. And that happens. Yeah. Oh, it, it happens, happens all the time. All the time. Because I see tons of kids' friends' wives on it all the time, and Austin will come home and say someone's wife got him in trouble yeah of the wise page we should we'll do a whole episode about like bro stories on spouse, the wise page spouse and like no specifics we won't call anyone out unless it's like, just funny stories we get permission to but funny yeah. stories or like but, crazy things that will happen yeah we'll do a whole episode about that but um, i have some good ones with the chores i think a lot of the big long stories that i read on those pages about like issues and the marital kind of realm yeah. with people is that wives feel that they're doing everything yeah and i think that that's important 
to go back to making sure you divide things up. You're yeah. both contributing all that good stuff. No, that's a really good point because that's like my other thing is I don't I don't want to like feel like I'm not contributing enough, but I know when life starts picking back up and things get busy, then if things don't get done, yeah. then I'm going to like stress because um, it like if it doesn't get done then it's like well whose job was it well it was your job but now you went back to work and what are you gonna do yeah, and things exactly. like that yeah because that can be a huge stressor so that's a really really good point um do you have any other points left yeah i have two okay go ahead that i want to talk about so um kind of going into this pretty much the same stuff we've been talking about but selflessness oh that's a, a good one huge word for me um your husband or wife, whoever's in the military, they go through a lot of crap. They go through a lot of demoralizing, you know, higher-ups, yeah. individuals that they work with. At the end of the day, their their day, they might not have done anything, but they went <laughs> through a lot. That's so true. They get yelled at. They yeah. get picked on. They have they to They are asked to do, like, stupid things. And yeah. it's things that, like, they'll come home and they'll be like, I had to do this. And you're like, why? And they're like... I don't have a good reason. We just had to do it because exactly. someone decided that we wanted to do that. And that can get frustrating. That yeah. can get really hard. And it's hard to, like, wrap your – and I don't know how other branches are. And we're going to have a couple uh, special guests on the podcast that are from different branches because every branch is different. Anything you know about the Marine Corps, they're super proud that they are from the Marine Corps. But yeah. the Marine Corps is, like, known for being dumb. Like, they are called crayon eaters because that's, like, what their stomach and <laughs> they brain They mop is. in the rain. Yeah, like, they, that, they mop in the rain. That's, like, so funny. Um, like, you'll say, like, well, why did you have to do that? Like, that's not smart. And it's like, well, if we did it smart, it wouldn't be the Marine Corps. Like, exactly. that's how it is. And that can get frustrating. Yeah. And... It's, like, hard to understand because, like, me and you don't even understand what it's like. We just hear stories. Yeah, you have to, yeah. But to, like, comprehend that, it's hard. Yeah, you have to identify that you you can't be selfish in those types of situations. I, sure. I had I struggled with that in the beginning of our relationship with, like, no, your day couldn't have been that bad. Like, being selfish. Yeah. Like, my day sucked. Okay, but I had to go to 9 to 5 instead of a desk yeah. all day. And, you know, I, I got yelled at by my boss because I did something stupid. But at the end of the day, my day was nowhere near as crappy as his was. Yeah. Not saying every day is like that, but it's, you really have to take a step back and remember that they probably do have it worse than you do. Yeah. And I think it's worse just because there's so many like underlying rules on top of the fact that like there's so many people that you have to show respect to, which I think is good, but then it's also like okay, well, I had to respect this person, but this person needed to talk to this person. And, like, there's a lot of, like, underlying rules. And um, I'm trying to think of the word, but just, like, respect levels that you yeah, have to go through. Exactly. Because you're like, okay, well, just go talk to your boss. And they're like, well, my boss's 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 boss said this. And so it trickled down the line, and then it had to trickle back up. And that's why they were late, because yeah. the CO said something, and it went all the way down to the sergeant, but then the sergeant had to sail it back. And like those things just, it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it happens daily. So remembering to be selfless is really important um, in helping your relationship thrive, I think. And I think if you're both selfless, like, if your thoughts and priorities are your spouse and, like, what is needed around and your spouse is also like that, which I think is something everybody can always work yeah. on, then I think 100%. there's less of, like, well, I'm always selfless and he's always selfish, you know? So, if you're exactly. both trying to make those efforts, I think, excuse me, those, like, circle, you know, like, you're each trying, so it will it will pay off in the end. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you have any others? Or should I go to my last one? Um... My other last one was just, like, activities together. I think sometimes it's really easy to just be like, all right, we're just going to hang out. Or, But I think doing those, like, date nights and to continue to, like, date each other and to do those activities is, like, really important. And I think even just, like, making things that you could even do on your own. And I don't mean this, like, oh, do every activity together. But, like, I could easily wash my car by myself. But, like, washing my car together with, like, Kate and, like, making that, like, a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning activity is yes. really fun. It's important. So, and making those date nights even if it's like at home like okay we're gonna put our phones away and we're gonna like eat pizza and watch a movie together um so I think it's just things like that that are good to remember because life gets busy and it picks up and yeah still putting that effort in even though you're coming home to each other every night is important and like we mentioned earlier military men and women are gone a lot 
so it is important to take all the time that you can. I think that is a luxury in the military too though, um, especially if you're independent like us. <laughs> when they're gone, you kind of enter another honeymoon phase where communication might be difficult, but in the end they come home and it's really exciting again. And you have that brand new time where you kind of missed each other and you get to be together again. Yeah, for sure. But it also makes those times even more important when they go to leave again. So that's definitely something that we do as well is all those little things that you could do by yourself. We do together just to make sure we're spending as much time as possible together. No, I like that. And I think it also helps like for when you are going through those rough times. I remember like when Cade was at boot camp, we would write letters to each other um, because that was the only form of communication. And we talk about all the fun dates we went on during the summer. And it was like, oh, that was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that allows them to be like, hey, I'm in this hellhole and I'm like suffering and like dreading this. But I'm thinking about that and that brought joy to me for a minute, you know, and like we can continue to have those fun times. So maybe like washing the car is not the most fun thing, but like I love spraying Kate every Saturday. It's so fun. (laughs) I literally, he knows I'm going to do it. And then I'm still like, ah, I got you wet. Um, But it's one of those things where I can be like down the road. I can be like, hey, remember when we used to like wash our cars together and I'd always spray you and you'd always get mad, but we still would do, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like that is something because you're going to have fights, you're going to have arguments, you're going to have disagreements, but the more good you're putting in your jar, the more good moments and those good memories yeah. help offset anything because you're going to have fights. Like it, it's, it's inevitable. Exactly. But to have that strong foundation to withstand those fights and arguments, I think is really important. Totally. And we need to borrow your driveway because we do not have one. Yes. So I pay someone else to wash my car. And that's another thing with the military. I feel like because money's really different than if like a civilian lifestyle you have to find ways and we just got like a new hose which is really nice to show it to you but like even get excited about exactly as an adult but as much as like it'd be easy yeah to just like go through that um car wash well that's not bad one you get to spend time with like your significant other and like imagine when parker's like two and he like helps you with his sponge like that'd be so so cute but like being able to do that's awesome and then on top of it it saves you a lot of money. Yes. Like, it saves you so much money, especially when you live on base because you don't pay for utilities. Oh, So, yeah. like, the water and things like that, you don't pay for. So, like, a couple sponges and some soap yeah. and a hose, you know? Like, but a hose becomes a good investment after <laughs> exactly. how many times you do it. And Marines, anything you know about them, and I don't know if this is, like, all military, but I feel like especially Marines love their cars, are very particular about their cars, because when they're single, they buy very expensive cars, so, like, yes. having it clean all the time is important, and so oh, I, I think, think it's military-wide, because we have, uh, we know someone in the Air Force and mm-hmm. someone in the Army, and both of them pride their cars oh yeah so So i think it's just a a military thing but so like keeping it clean like can you imagine because my thing is we spend 1250 every week getting a freaking haircut and so i'm like oh so now you're gonna spend eight dollars more to wash your dang car exactly well we're gonna do an episode specifically on finances yeah because both of us are so different kenzie is amazing with budgeting (laughs) for shopping and i am the worst at budgeting like ever yeah and then also we're gonna do another episode on housing we mentioned yes um i think that's a really good one yeah kenzie lives on base and i live off base and i own a house and kenzie's in military housing um so we have a lot of experience with the both of us with housing so um, that's going to be a whole, maybe even series in itself. I feel like it we'll would be good. And because the, there's so much to learn in that and there's so much to dive into. And it also really depends on like your duty station and how long you're there 100%. and kids and rank. And so, so I think to dive into it, I think it will answer a lot of questions just because I remember back in... I guess it was like May through July. There were so many questions I had. Yes. And like even filling out the forms was confusing. And then I think another thing along with that, and I won't dive too deep into it, but like if you're dealing with deployment, you have what's called like power of attorney. And so because everything's through the military on certain things, it goes through your service member. Yeah. But if their service member is not there, you have to get power of attorney. And so that's like a whole nother thing. And then you have so many documents and so many places to go. Yeah. And I messed up. And when I was here, I didn't go to enough places. And so back mm-hmm. in August, to be able to submit my housing, I was not in a certain place. 
And they weren't able to get it while Cade was in Japan. And I even was um, in North Carolina for vacation visiting my grandparents. So I went on to Camp Lejeune, which is another Marine Corps base, to try and figure out the paperwork. And they're like, sorry, it's not going to work out. So I flew to California for three days to do that extra paperwork because if not, we wouldn't have had a house by the time he came home, which was like actually insane. And I was really lucky because um, I had a bunch of hotel points and so it didn't cost me too much and it was fine. But just to like save somebody from having to do that it would have been amazing you know so I think it's really important to we'll talk about that just because we have a lot of questions that we can answer and a lot of knowledge that we can give especially because we're in two different realms yes 100% and that kind of leads into my last one to wrap everything up I think right yeah for sure through your list Mm -hmm. um is drive so oh that's a good one you have as a military spouse um there's a lot who don't work this still applies to you you don't have to have drive just for a job you have drive in your relationship all of these things that we've talked about all of our experiences we've had the drive to better them or to learn about the the past and what we've what we've gone through um so all of that has to do with drive and i think that's a huge factor in making a successful relationship is having that drive to improve to be better and to kind of seek out the future along each other and as we, we had the drive to start this podcast, yeah, I think um, it's really important that we are able to reach out and help other multi-spouses. We're really passionate about that, and we're super excited to continue doing this and have different topics every week. For sure, because I think like we both didn't grow up in military, exactly. and I for sure did not think that I was going to marry somebody <laughs> in the military. I and remember so- specifically as a child... When the whole 9-11 thing happened, it's crazy because I was so young, but I remember telling my mom, I will never marry anyone in the military. And it's yeah. hilarious I said that because yeah. I ended up being married so exactly. <laughs> Um But that's what I'm saying. And so I think the podcast, like, we want it just to be like, hey, this wasn't even something that, like, we had on our watch or what we thought was going to happen with our life because obviously we're big planners and we had our lives planned very different than what they look like right now but to be able to be like hey it's going to be okay and to like even though the title of this podcast is your mill spouse brief because that's what we are there's no denying that we're military spouses that like you can have your own identity and you can be successful and you can have it work out and you can be your own person while being married to somebody in the military with all the changing variables. And I think also with drive, which is really important, is helping your spouse have that drive. Sometimes in military, they can get really depressed and it can be really hard. Oh, yeah. And pushing them to continue to do their workouts, to rank up so that they can have good scores and do all those things, I think is really important because if something happens and it doesn't go well, the thing about the Marine Corps is and I don't, I'm guessing with the military in general, if you mess up on something, there's not a lot of like second tries. It's like, wait another year, wait till the next one, you know? And so it's really important to be ready, but to have that drive to be ready so that when that PFT comes up, you're not caught off guard and you don't do well. Yeah, exactly. No, that's That's a really good point. All right. Well, this was fun. Um, We'll post those different things on our Instagram. Give us a follow and then we will see you next week. And next week's topic is going to be about housing. So that's perfect. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. Um, and we'll be able to answer all those questions. And then if there are any questions, um, just either shoot us a DM or comment on the post. And we'll be able to specifically hit those for next week. Just because I feel like housing is such an interesting topic. Yeah. We so. wanted to kind of hit these broader subjects in the beginning while we're still getting our feet wet and getting used to this. So bear with us. Yep. Um, And we will see you next week. All right. Bye, guys. Have a great week.